Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. So pleased to have you back. Welcome back to the show, the RR Show, the best show on the internet. This is episode 166, and today we are jumping into r slash petty revenge. If you like our show and want some more of it or just want to support us, head on over to our Patreon. There's a link to it on therrshow.com, as well as all the other juicy goodies that we put over there. Our first story today, though, is from Per Virgin Witch. Still my lunch? I hope you like her arm food. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the Plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I recently started to work in an office. Not very happy about it, as I prefer working from home, but it's only temporary, so I'm hanging in there. Since I'm trying to save money, I take my own lunch instead of eating at one of the many restaurants near the office. Soon after I started, I noticed my food going missing from the break room. After digging a bit, I discovered who the culprit was. One of my co-workers, let's call him M, decided it was okay to take my lunch without asking for almost a week. I had to put a stop to this. But since I had no hard evidence, like a video of him eating my stuff, I decided to take justice into my own hands. You see, M is a Muslim, and apparently very serious about it. To the point that he has to let everyone know about this at least once a day. Nothing wrong with being serious about your religion, mind you. But when everyone knows you as the Muslim guy because that's the only thing you talk about, you may want to diversify your interests. To me, however, he was known as the lunch looter. Since it's my lunch after all, and I have absolutely no dietary prohibitions, I decided to prepare myself a delicious pork sandwich. Pepperoni, ham, smoked sausage, chorizo, bacon, pork leg, cochinita, and even some chicharron for good measure. Oh, and don't forget the extra jalapenos. Normally I don't like them, but I want this one to pack a punch. I call it the squealing supreme. Surely any person who adheres to religious rules would be a fool to even go near my succulent sandwich, right? Well, seems like M is the type of person to grab food off the fridge without checking it first which led to hilarious results. At some point before my lunch hour, the office was set off by bloody screams coming from the break room. When someone ran off to check, they found poor M crying about eating pork and saying that someone put non-halal meat in the fridge. This was my cue to get HR involved. 
This level of drama wouldn't go unnoticed anyway, and catching him eating my sandwich was all I needed to get them on my side. Sadly, the payoff wasn't great. He was let off with a warning, and his excuse for taking my lunch is that I always brought halal food. Basically just chicken and vegetables, so he took it. It's not that he thought it was for him. He just said he targeted my stuff because I was the only one bringing clean food. He was still quite pissed, and in the last few days, he's been giving me the death glare. Moral of the story, don't take people's food. Who knows? Maybe they enjoy the food your religion considers sinful. That is some utter bullshit, let me tell you what. Jesus Christ, he's stealing food. I don't care about any of the other details in this story. He was caught stealing the property of another employee, and they were like, yeah, if you could like not do that again, that'd be great. What the f- no, no, I'm outraged. I am as outraged as people who get outraged when they hear me pronounce jalapeno jalapeno. I don't care how it's technically pronounced. It's spelt jalapeno, and that's how I'm going to pronounce it. You can't stop me. Anywho, our next story is from Danger1703. Demote me and cut my hours during my grandmother's funeral? Enjoy losing your seven-figure contract. About 15 years ago, I was working as a security supervisor patrolling the parking lot for a major store chain in Valley, Alabama. My brother calls it the Big Blue Insane Asylum. I'd been with this company about three years and got paid decently and didn't have many issues there. My boss was a bit of a jerk, so I called him Richard. He ran two other sites, one in Auburn, which for those unaware is a major college town, and the other in the neighboring city. My site was a bit of an afterthought, but came with the contract. Also tied in were three stores in nearby Columbus, GA, and a store in Phoenix City, AL. Total, the contracts were worth well over seven figures. Well, Richard loaded the staff with his friends and family, and I was one of maybe two that wasn't family, and he really didn't like me, but had no reason to fire me. I worked there for about a year. The site had issues with vandalism and theft, but with some policies I put in place, we turned it into a fairly safe store. Two days after Christmas, we got the call we were dreading. My grandmother in New Jersey was dying and only had days left to live. I tried calling Richard, but as was usual, he refused to answer my call, so I called the district manager. He told me I had two weeks of PTO saved up, that I could take as much time as I wanted. I knew the moment he talked to Richard, that I'd get a call, but I didn't want to deal with him, so my wife answered. He insisted that I only had four days of bereavement leave per company policy, but she told him that the DM had already approved me to use PTO. Richard scoffed and said, ha, we'll see. Fast forward, only my mother, brother, and I could make the trip. My wife's boss advanced her $500 so I could book a plane ticket to return home early and get back to work. Side note, I was working two jobs, this and a part-time job at a radio station. I'd only been there about three months, more on that later. We made it to see grandma an hour before she passed away, made the arrangements, sent the DM and Richard the obituary with the time and date of the funeral. The day of the funeral comes, worst day of my life, made even worse by what happened next. The service is done, we're heading to the dinner at the fire department. My entire family were firefighters, even my mother, and I was for 10 years. I turn on my phone, and it buzzes with a voicemail. 
Hey there, it's Richard. I'm sorry to do this now, but I had to fill your position while you were gone. Unfortunately, you exceeded the four days bereavement leave, but I can uh, use you to fill in, so just give me a call when you get home, yeah? I was fuming, but thankfully the fire department had an open bar, so I just got wasted. I flew home on New Year's Eve and went straight to the radio station to work. Later, I called the district manager and was told, unfortunately, his hands were tied because Richard had convinced the operations manager to give him complete control over the sites. Now, unleash my revenge. Richard called me in to cover the college store, but only for four hours. The gears were turning. See, I had become good friends with the store manager where I had worked, and I had found out that they were in jeopardy of losing the contract, which was worth millions to the company, for leaving the site uncovered due to officers getting caught sleeping, showing up late, and at times leaving after clocking in and only coming back for the last 30 minutes. My wife drops me off, and I tell her not to leave. I have a plan. Ten minutes into my four-hour shift, I park the pickup in the middle of the lot, leave it running, lock all the keys and equipment in the truck and leave. Three and a half hours later, Richard calls furious, demanding to know what I was doing. I politely tell him, Oh, I forgot to tell you. Fuck you, I quit. And hung up. I found out a week later that during the three hours, with nobody covering the site, two vehicles were broken into. One right in front of the pickup. One stolen car? and free shoplifters. This was the last straw and not only cost them this contract, but the contract in nearby Columbus and Phoenix City. Extra revenge, a little over a year later, I'm a site chief at a new company and an application comes across my desk with, you guessed it, Richard's name on it. I have the captain call him in for an interview. He walks in. I smile, the biggest smile, say, Hi Richard, remember me? The look on his face when he saw me was priceless. He didn't say a word. He just turned and walked out. Our next story is from JLB183. Honk at me because you want me to leave my parking spot faster? Years ago, I attended a large urban university that I commuted to. This university had many commuters, as opposed to people who lived near or on campus. As such, the parking situation could get really difficult. If you arrive there during the busier times, about 10am to noon, because what college student wants to start class before 10am, right? Finding a parking spot to the center of campus was really difficult. There were plenty of spaces available at lots that were located further away, but that would mean a 10 to 15 minute walk to class. My first class of the day, however, was at 8am so I could drive right into the main parking deck near the center of campus and have my pick of spots. By the time I would leave campus, the parking deck would be full of panicked students driving like maniacs through the parking deck, trying to find a parking spot in a very full deck, and hoping to get lucky that they'd see someone pulling out and be able to snag that spot. It was really quite chaotic. Typically, I would return to my car, get in, carefully pull out into the madness and drive home. But one day, another driver was stalking me on my walk to my car and then watching me get in when they decided that I wasn't leaving fast enough. So they honked their horn and made a rude gesture. 
As a result of that, I suddenly realized that my window washer fluid needed topping up and I'd better check my oil. I deliberately walked to the back of my car, opened the hatch, got out my spare bottle of washer fluid and a paper towel. I then popped the hood and carefully filled the washer reservoir and checked my oil. That idiot had honked at me drove off in a rage. The guy that was stuck behind the rage driver was laughing and gave me plenty of room to pull out of my spot, and then pulled into the now vacant parking spot. Most satisfying petty revenge ever. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You see, what you've done there, mate, is actually pretty clever because what you seem to have done is disguised a petty revenge with a good deed for the guy you gave your spot to. You're not fooling me, but I see what you did there. Our next story is from Sexy Toke Burgers. My neighbour banged on the wall and called the police on me when I was out of town. This was a few years ago when I was 23. I'm male. I had a very old and possibly hallucinating neighbor that would bang on my wall when I wasn't even doing anything, constantly waking me up. I'd yell back, I'm sleeping! Fuck off! I'm sleeping! Bang! 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 I tried everything, including knocking on his door and calling him. He refused to communicate, just knocked on the wall and reported me to management for moving furniture. I was asleep! Bitch move! Cops got called, but I didn't do it. They saw a 23-year-old kid and were like, sure, buddy, turn the music down. I had to prove it. I went out of town, but set up a ring camera in my room. They were on sale for like 70 bucks, and I was planning on returning it. Whenever he knocked, I had the footage. I asked my roommate to document the cops being there as well. He set up a corner for his phone and answered the door. Hey, guys, this neighbor's hearing things. OP isn't even in LA, sorry. The tables had turned. Management was at this point telling him to stop calling the cops. He did not comply. They started showing up every day, even when I wasn't home. I left notes on the door saying he's crazy. I found emails. I nearly found a new place. No. Let's get petty. I arrived home with some giant fucking speakers, like massive put them right up against the wall and cue the USSR national anthem. He was old, so my thought was he probably hates this shit. Plugged in a mic as well. I'm a musician, so I have several lying around. Turned it up to 12, past 11. I was so excited. It was 8pm. I just had to wait. Bang, bang, bang. Didn't have to wait. My ears were distorting. The mic fed back. The noise was insane. For a moment there, the music of Sergei Mikhailkov converted us all to communism. I stopped the music and screamed, I wasn't making any noise, but now I am. Stop waking me up, arsehole. No response, of course. He called one more time a few days later, but I was here for the cops this time and showed them the ring video and said he was harassing me. 
I don't know what happened with the cops that night, but he stopped after that. Next story is from Spooky Scary Goth Girl. Glitterbon me, have fun typing. This story goes back to April Fool's Day this year. I, 31 female, have lived with my grandparents for years, with the idea being that I'll help them out for the rest of their lives. My grandpa, 82, has always been known as a trickster. He loves pulling harmless pranks that just generally cause a mess. This year, he gave me a box which supposedly contained a late birthday present, but was actually a small glitter bomb. As you can imagine, I was covered in glitter and it was everywhere. We had a good laugh about it and he thought he won. Well, he was wrong. While he was out for an appointment, I hatched my revenge. Remembering that he sucked at technology, I figured out the perfect way to get back at him. I went to his computer and switched around all the letters on his keyboard. I just popped out all of the letter keys and put them back in a completely different order. Grandpa is the kind who does the hunt and peck method for typing, so I knew he didn't really know the position of all the keys. Sure enough, later that day, he went to play his games on his computer. He sat down, started typing his password, and the computer naturally wouldn't let him in. I could hear him grumbling from the other room about this stupid thing not working. Naturally, he called me in to watch him and see what he was doing wrong. It took all I had to not immediately start laughing as he started going on about the machine not letting him in. I then watched him type his password in one letter at a time, obviously to no avail. At this point, he asked me to get him in. I typed his password the correct way and he was like, what? You pressed a bunch of nonsense keys. Did you change my password? I lost it. After I composed myself from laughing so hard, I explained what I had done. He understood it after I popped one of the keys out and proceeded to call me a little shit. I put the keys back in the right order and all was well. Next up is a story from Carloa1. Karen, looking for parking space, blocks me from getting to my vehicle. So here's my story. I, 53 female, am a disabled vet and use a variety of mobility aids to get around. I also get almost all my healthcare and meds from the local VA hospital. This last Monday, I realized that I was out of some meds and hadn't received the refills yet, so I ran to the VA hospital pharmacy to get enough to tie me over. Since my local VA hospital is absolutely huge, I always use my mobility scooter because there's absolutely no way I can physically navigate the parking lot, as well as the labyrinth that the inside consists of. After I completed my transactions and checked in with a couple of my health providers, I scooted myself out the doors with the intention of loading up my scooter in my vehicle and getting the heck out of Dodge. Now with this being a Monday, everyone and their dog is trying to find parking to get into the building, so there are cars driving around looking for opening spots to park. As I'm heading past vehicles, one pulls slightly in front of me to block my ability to continue to move forward. And this Karen rolls down her window and yells at me for trying to cut in line. She is the first, yada yada. The guy in the car next to me is just staring at her with this absolute what the fuck expression, about to get out of his vehicle to help me confront Karen. 
I shake my head and back my scooter up to go a different way to get to my vehicle. She passes me as I reach my truck and realizes that I'm loading up the scooter so I can leave. Well, she decides she's going to take my spot. Not today, Karen. I nod at the guy who wanted to help me, hop in my truck and back out of the parking space in a way that blocks Karen and gives easy access to the other guy. I did make sure to use all five fingers when I smiled and waved at her as I drove away. Well guys, thank you very much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I cannot wait to see you in the next one. Until then guys, peace out, take care. It is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.